Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I am so happy to welcome Caitlin to the podcast. Welcome, Caitlin. Hi, Julie. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, wonderful. What is your question for me today? So my question, um, it's kind of long-winded, but I hope I can kind of (laughs) get it all (laughs) in one. We got time. (laughs) (laughs) So my faith journey, I'm choosing to kind of call it more of a faith journey right now. Mm Mm-hmm is leading to me struggling with garments, tithing, church attendance, Mm -hmm. things historically in the church, things like that. I'm just struggling. Okay. And And um, can I just clarify that um, Caitlin's talking about the Church of Jesus Christ (gasps) of Latter-day Saints (laughs) and religious practices, just so in case people don't have a context. So, okay, keep going. Sorry to interrupt. Thank you. No, no, I appreciate that. Thank you, Julie. And when I think about this, I think of like the possibility of what this means in the future. Mm -hmm. And I realize that there's a possibility that maybe I step back or maybe I leave. Mm -hmm. Um, I can hardly even say the word leave, Mm. but it's kind of scary. It's scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My question is how do I, I'm going to get emotional on this one. I knew I would. That's okay. That's okay. It happens. Um, how do I handle this fear of not just temporal, like the familial side of things, the societal side of things of, you know, what happens if I leave, but also the eternal mm-hmm. consequences of my actions. And yeah. it's super scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause like, what if it's, what if you leave and then you find out it's true and You've somehow forfeited something or. Yeah. 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 This is huge fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I, I just had a conversation the other week with like a really close family member of mine. And they asked like, why do you, why do you stay? Because there's been other people close to me that like have left. And they asked me like, why do you choose to stay? And. Mm. I thought about it and I was like, honestly, it's like fear Mm. that what if, like, what if this is right? And like, I I hate that that's my answer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why are you saying, um, I'm scared. I'm I'm just chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I feel. I'm like, I want to burn in hell. (laughs) Yes. I mean, honestly though, honestly, I I know we're, and we're joking about it and it's totally serious. Um, (laughs) Okay. So there is the possibility that it's true. Yeah. And you'll maybe be giving up something or have to do something in order to get where you want to go. Or there's also the possibility that it's not true. And that's like never been told to me. I mean, besides people that. Right. I mean, you're not going to hear your bishop (laughs) say that, right? But I'm a therapist and I'm, I need to kind of like look at things you know, like what would be helpful for you? What would be healthy for you? 
there is a possibility that it's true. There's a possibility that it's not true. And there's a possibility that it's partly true. Mm, Yeah. And I think that is, that has been this like impossible thought to me. It's either, it's either right or it's wrong. Right. (laughs) The, the, the either or binary black and white thinking is really ingrained in members of the LDS faith. I, I can relate to that. I've had to really work on that myself. Right. And yeah. What if it's some, some of it's true and some of it's not. Yeah. So those are all possibilities. Mm. And that's okay. (laughs) I have to tell myself that, you know, that's okay. (laughs) Well, and most of the world currently and historically has not believed this, like, Mm. (laughs) and they've lived and they've had good lives and died and yeah who knows what happens next totally it's so true i think it's like as i'm kind of hearing this i'm like yeah i mean this all resonates with me and it makes and honestly when you say that it makes sense so i'm wondering honestly if the bigger fear isn't the big picture because i do believe in a super loving god mm. and i believe in a super loving jesus yeah and that has like always been in my heart. I believe that it's honestly, it's a huge fear of what will happen in the now. Gotcha. Am I going to cause disappointment to people? Yes. That's the answer. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> so let's talk about why disappointing somebody is so painful. Oh, <laughs> I think I've seen it in in my sweet mom. Okay. I don't want to hurt my mom. I don't want to hurt my mom. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had other family members, immediate and extended and that have chosen to step out or take a break or just leave. Yeah. (laughs) And I've seen the personal hurt that it's put on her. And where I care so much for her. I don't want to be a cause of more pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you don't because you love her and she loves you. Yeah. Yeah. So Caitlin, is it possible that they, those people who have left and you, if you choose to leave, are not the cause of her pain? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. What if it's her beliefs or the way she's thinking about things that's creating the pain right and that's the thing is like I am never I mean I guess I should never say never but right now in my life I can completely understand and I think that that's like (laughs) what sucks (laughs) you're like I don't want to empathize (laughs) I know I'm like I totally get it and like even a couple years ago I probably would have been having the same thoughts of I mean when a brother of mine decided to leave. We went through this whole thing (laughs) with our whole family and it was hard. And because, you know, you start thinking, oh my gosh, that's an eternal, that's like a a big thing. And now I'm looking at this and looking at his experience and other experiences of other family members or friends. And I'm like, I'm just happy that you're happy. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I just yearn for is for not just my mom, but anybody that is close to me that I love, that loves me, that can just feel 
I'm so happy that you're happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. So what do you think your mom's making it mean if you leave the church? I don't know. <laughs> like, what's the pain? You know what I mean? What's the, what are the beliefs that are painful? I think eternal family is a big thing. Okay. The fact that, you know, like if you, if you leave, there's a big part, there's a, I mean, there's that possibility that it is true. <laughs> and that, I mean, I was writing in my notes and I was like, a church, according to like the doctrine in our church of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints, as I understand it, I'm toast. Like if I take a step back or mm. if I leave, like I won't be with my spouse. I yeah, won't. So, so hold on a second. What about eternal progression? Mm. And that's the thing. If I really believe in like a loving God, I should really believe that there's so much possibility in the, this is a blip. This life is a blip. Right. If we believe this life is a blip, for me, it doesn't make sense that it's going to determine the rest of eternity. Just this, like it makes more sense that we're all going to continue to grow in different ways. Yeah, that's so true. So I guess it's like, I think I just have an issue wanting to have other people. I just, I just want to control things. I think that's yeah. normal. I feel like that's yeah. <laughs> when you want to be accepted by your yes. people. I mean, yes. And you don't want to hurt them. It's totally, totally normal. Yeah. And part of becoming a, an adult is taking responsibility for your life and not living for someone else mm. or to protect someone else. Because if you're telling me the only reason you're staying is fear of hurting your mom or fear of eternal damnation, that doesn't feel like a very inspiring life. Yeah, that's so true. And, and honestly, I think that's a big reason why I've been struggling so much. Why I think, you know, why, I mean, the temple doesn't really mean a lot to me right now. You know, the, um, you know, just these religious practices just don't really speak to me right now because I just they don't mean much in my heart yeah. at the moment they have in the past yeah and they so might in the future right like no decision is forever I mean you could change you can change your mind like this is mm. this is a journey of growth and what if this is part of your journey is is taking a step back and I'm not saying you should or shouldn't right. I you know that's not for me to say but what if this is part of figuring out what you believe. And I love, I love that idea. I think that the idea of having it as part of my journey is exactly what it should be as part of a journey. Right. And I think the thing that I have been kind of just ingrained in my brain is that, oh, as long as you come back, as long mm -hmm. as you, as long as that journey, you know, you go here over here and then you come back mm -hmm. as long as that's the end right you know it's not I haven't given per permission in my brain to say okay what if this is my journey and you don't know what's yeah. gonna happen <laughs> well you don't right you don't you may decide to come back because you really miss things and you would come back because of love and because of joy and because of meaning yeah and that would be a lot more beautiful than where you are right now. Yeah. <laughs> I 
and right. and what if you didn't if you didn't come back that then you probably wouldn't believe the stuff that you have been taught to believe and <laughs> yeah you'd be like you could have an amazing life too like it, it's I mean obviously I have more nuanced views yeah. um but I I have a daughter yeah. who's who's left thank you <laughs> who's <laughs> left the the faith and you know she said to me do you do you believe that we're not going to I'm not going to be with you in the next life. And I said, if I'm not with you, it's not heaven. So I'll be where you are. Like, I'm not worried about it because I don't want to be where somewhere where you're not. So I don't, that's not how I'm going to frame this anymore. That's not heaven for you. (laughs) Right. That like, so maybe that, you know, I don't know what that means, but yeah, but that's, that's true. Because I'm I'm not going to be somewhere where my family is not. So, right. That's just what I choose to to believe. Yes, I love I love listening to your podcast, and I love listening to you say that because it brings me a lot of hope. Because I feel like it's there is gray. <laughs> there's a lot of it, Caitlin. There's a, there's so much gray. The older I get, the more gray, <laughs> literally gray, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of gray and, and we think we know everything. And if this is an ongoing restoration, then we, by definition, we don't know everything. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that, that idea gives me so much hope. And I think, why is it? (laughs) Why is it that in my brain? And I feel like in a lot of other people's brains, I think I'm not alone in this. No, you're not. (laughs) Is that it's this or that. Right. We're taught, we're taught that. And that's a developmental stage, right? Kids have to learn like, okay, safe, unsafe, good person, bad person. Right. Right. And it's okay to move past that. Most things, at least in my life are not good or bad. I'm not, it's like, okay, what do I want? What's going to bring the most joy to the people I care about? Like, it's not, you you know, I I just don't, I don't frame things that way anymore. I, I used to, but it's just kind of, what do you want to create with your life? Right. What kind of life, who do you want to become and work on that? And the fear goes away. Cause it's not like, Oh, am I going to do the wrong thing or the bad thing or the, I trust that my heart's good. I love that. So what if your heart's good? Yeah. Sorry. This is a very, yeah, no, this thing. is I'm, totally, I'm in it. <laughs> you're in the middle. Yeah, no, it's, it is don't apologize for crying. Yeah. I mean, this is serious, like intense spiritual, emotional, mental anguish that yeah. goes on with the, these kinds of decisions. Yeah. And I look at, I mean, what you just said about what if your heart is good? I think I always, <laughs> my sister and I will look at things sometimes and be like, what would Jesus do? Just like that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it just kind of reminds me of kind of what you were just saying. Like, what if your heart is good? I think of that often. I think of what would Jesus do in this situation? Where's his heart? Yeah. When it comes to like my sweet friends who are part of the LGBTQ community, I'm like, what would Jesus do in this situation? And that's another big thing that I've, that needs a whole other. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm like, what would Jesus do in this situation? Let's just think about that. And it feels, that's a part of my life where I feel, sometimes I feel hypocritical going to a church that is not, (laughs) 
not as accepting as they need to be right towards that group of people it feels yep. hypocritical for me to say oh, i love you i'm so happy that you chose to be married or that you chose to transition or that you chose to do whatever you wanted to do to make you feel joy yeah how can i say that and also sit in a church pew where i don't feel like i'm you know right. that that's okay yeah, it, you and a lot of other people feel that way. Like right. and more and more where it's like this is we've got to do better here. Mm-hmm. This is this is not okay. Jesus also said that he's not about fear, right? Perfect love casteth out all fear. Right. And I I really think we're here to learn how to love. Yeah. And it just seems like where you are now it's more fear than love. A hundred percent. And so that just, you know, I, I, that just sounds really painful. Yeah, it is. And I was listening to um, one of your podcasts. I don't remember when it was, but it was, I feel like it was maybe recently about a woman who her husband was leaving the church and now she was, you know, struggling with her own testimony, wondering, do I stay? Do I go? Things like that. One of my friends and I were talking about it because we were just resonating so much with a lot of what she was saying Mm. and a huge thing that she was talking about I don't remember even why I brought this up but it came in my brain so but a thing that this woman was talking about is that she felt like this was always on her mind and her heart to the point where it was so much turmoil and fear that she felt like she couldn't give of herself totally to her child or her children Mm. because it was that much, you know, that, yeah, that heavy. And yeah, I, Oh my gosh, I related with that so much. Mm. It's like, I'm trying to figure all of this out while raising a (laughs) three-year-old and I'm trying to figure out how I want him to grow up another podcast about at last she said it brought up the I mean I listen to a lot of these can you tell yeah <laughs> you're like just naming them off the top of your head <laughs> no podcasts are great oh just talking about how you know she talked about how she wanted she looked back at raising her kids and just wanted she kind of wished that she would have taught just this love and respect of God rather than this love and respect of Mormonism yeah (laughs) the LDS church you know and so I mean there's just all of these things that I'm thinking of and it's just you're right it's it's fear it's just fear right now yeah and it's not healthy yeah yeah it sounds really heavy and just keep in mind Caitlin that no decision it's like nothing is final 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 you know yeah like you can take a step away and then if love draws you in, great, you know, go back it or come in and out. Like you get to, you get to be in charge of your spiritual journey and your relationship with the church. Yes. That is such a new. <laughs> I know. Feeling. Like, isn't that like, oh, revolutionary. <laughs> I'm in charge I'm like, of my life. <laughs> whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> I can do what I feel is good for me and I can help my family do what's good for us yeah. rather than what I feel I am obligated to do. Or I fear if I don't do this, the consequences. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully this has given you some kind of new ways to think about what you're going through. What are, what are a few nuggets that you're going to take with you from our time today? I think the biggest thing is I'm just realizing like just literally what you said, like I am in charge of my own spiritual journey and oh, as much as I hate this, I'm a very big people pleaser and um, my decisions, no matter what, are going to disappoint people Mm -hmm. (laughs) one way or the other. And even though that sucks, it's just part of life and it's okay. Yeah. And that's like a big deal for me to say out loud. (laughs) It's huge. Because that's hard. And disappointing, disappointing people actually means you are living your life and not someone else's life. Because they're already living their life. Why would you want to live their life? It's it's already taken. Your mom's life's already taken. Your siblings' lives are taken already. You know, it's like they're doing their thing. You get to choose. Yes. And so your choices are going to disappoint someone. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. I also think what you mentioned a couple times about decisions not being final. Mm. I don't know why that's like really blowing my mind today. Mm. <laughs> Maybe because I haven't really thought of it that way. I've well, the black and like, white yeah. thinking, right? It's like, you're in, you're out. You're, you know, if you're out, you're out forever. If you're in, you're in forever. It, right. It's like, what if it can be a lot more fluid than that? Mm. And you, I mean, you get to decide that it can yeah. be, or if you don't believe that it can be, then it, that's reality too, you know? Some people are like, you're all in or all out. I'm like, okay, well, that's not how I see it, but you get to see it that way. Man, I want to be like that. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I'm like, "Mm." I wish I could just, I mean, and I think hopefully someday I can get to that point where I say, that's okay. You feel that? I don't. Yeah. Disagree. That's okay. We're good. (laughs) Well, Caitlin, it's been delightful to talk with you today. Thank you for sharing your heart. And I know that many, many listeners will be able to relate to kind of not knowing what to do. And, and I just want to encourage you to trust your, trust yourself that you're good and that your desires are good and you want to be a good person and a good mom and, and, and to, to trust yourself. Yes. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you so much, Julie. I appreciate it. Hi friends. Have you ever thought of working with me as your personal coach? Well, I have a couple of openings for women in Utah or virtually all across the globe, and I would love to work with you. I'm a licensed therapist, and I've been specializing in women's emotional health and relationships for nearly 30 years, and I've transitioned to doing personal coaching. I love it, and I'm excited to work with you. I help women making career and life decisions, communication training, moving on after children have moved out of the home or after divorce, finding your passion in life, or creating partnership in your marriage and family. I also work a lot with faith transitions and mixed faith marriages. I'm confident that I can help you create the life you love. I can't wait to work with you. And you can use code 150 off for $150 off priority coaching with me. Go to drjuliehanks.com coaching or email hello at drjuliehanks.com for more information. Again, that code is 150, so 150 off, O-F-F.
Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.